Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. want to welcome you to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we have Danny Morrell with us. Danny is your guide to awakening your higher self. He's also the host of the number one spirituality podcast in the USA, The Higher Self. So with some intrepidation, Danny, it's always interesting when I uh, get to interview a fellow uh, podcast host, because uh, it always feels like you got to be right on your game, right? How, how do you how do you feel about being interviewed by someone else when you're the other side of the mic? Oh, I, I just uh, first off, thanks for having me. And to to answer your question, I just man, I just am always just like in flow. I just let whatever comes out comes out, and I'm not I'm not really attached to like how it comes out. I, I, it just feels more authentic and real that way. Uh, don't know if that's right or wrong, but I I just say let's have some fun. Let's have a good conversation. I think so. I think the most effective podcasts are those that are authentic, which is typically why, from my my point of view, I never kind of give people a heads up what we're going to talk about, because I like kind of it to be organic uh, and to let it flow. And obviously, you being the same way, kind of really, uh, I think it's going to make a great 30 minute uh, podcast. Let's do it. So, Danny, I, I want to know, how are you awakening and healing and transforming people in the work that you're doing? How are you actually going about that? Oh, man. Well, first off, to, you know, to hear that, I, I don't. It's nothing that I'm doing. It's what they're doing. And, and it's and it's it's very important. That to distinguish that because I, I feel like we live in a world where, you know, there are so many, you know, gurus and teachers and, and, and so forth and so on. And um, which, which is great, but I find that in most cases underneath that guru, there is an energy where they need you to like, appreciate, approve, want, and desire them, you know? Mm. And that was something that, in my journey, I, I had to deal with, I had to deal with, let go of, and that part of me had to die because I realized what was really going on was uh, a form of selfishness and ego. And I, and I realized that once I discovered myself and once I discovered my truth and once I discovered and opened my heart, I just wanted everybody else to have that feeling. Because you, nothing can ever describe when you finally realize for the first time in your life and your spiritual eyes open that we are living heaven here on earth right now. And I know that might sound straight out of the cuckoo farm. I, under, I understand that uh, because some people would say, well, what about everything that's going on? And what about, well, the, the, you know, the, the, the truth is it'll, it'll always go on. It, it's, it's, it's actually here. You know, everything that goes on in this world is here to either distract you or be the thing that you pull away from so that you can see that you can detach yourself from it and live heaven on earth. And so, you know, how do I do it? And how do we all do it for that matter is first, we have to work on ourselves. And then secondly, you know, when people come to my events 
and stuff, I simply just point them back to themselves. Point them back to themselves because then that's truth. The truth is we're just here to discover ourselves and we're here to awaken ourselves and we're here to unravel anything in life that is stopping us from living at our highest potential. Yeah, I love that, Danny. I think we're we're on the same page with that, where it all comes uh, back to self, because it's it's yeah. very true that we never get to escape ourselves. We're with ourselves twenty four seven, right? So it's not like you can just take yourself for a little uh, sleep away from your body, but you're you're in your own head, uh, and we have to become acquainted with with making sense of of who we are, right? So how yeah. how have how have you gone about? maybe awakening yourself and and this is the like daily things Danny that you do to kind of keep yourself nourishing and knowing more of of you you know you know the the biggest thing for me was that, that I had to so I'll, I'll give you a little bit of my background I I grew up um with what I like to call a double whammy I I had a mother whose mother passed away when she was only 13 days old so then my mom never got like, like true maternal love from her mom. So then she didn't know how to give it because love is an energy, mm. right? Love isn't here. Love isn't, you know, pick up baby, feed bottle, uh, 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 burp, put to sleep. That's not love. Love is an energy that lives inside of you or, or sometimes it doesn't. Right. Mm. And, and the second thing was my father, my father's father basically disowned him from the day he was born. So then I had two parents who were wonderful, who I know loved me, who cared for me, but they didn't know how to express love. And as a result, I was disconnected from the energy of love. I was disconnected from my true masculine energy from my father because he was disconnected from his and I was disconnected from my heart and my, my feminine energy from my mother. So then what did I do is I, like many human beings, I created a story and I created a paradigm that I would find love outside of me. And I went on to search for love and everything that this world has to offer. Uh, not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying this is my story. And so I went knee deep into power, uh, business success, um, um, looking the part I had to buy. I was the king of the custom suit, the king of the, you know, the fancy bag. Um, stupid me. I, I, I literally bought a $10,000 leather briefcase. That's a whole nother story. Um, I was, I was the king of look at my car because I was so weak inside. I, I was so miserable and so unhappy inside that I had to get approvance and acceptance from the outside. And, it, and if you look very closely, that's the state of humanity right now. Mm. Human beings today um, who don't know themselves um, are so busy trying to get your attention and to get you to approve of them through outside things. Mm. It's, it's why we see so many women altering themselves, right? Because the woman who's at peace in her heart is, is in love with herself. She, she accepts herself. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same thing with the guy. The guy is so busy trying to do the same thing. 
he just he does it with steroids for his muscles. He does it with you know money and power and big businesses. Not that there's anything wrong with having a big business. It's the energy in which you acquire the business. That's a different story. And through materialism. And so um, once I awakened, I realized, oh my God, I have created this paradigm with this supposedly perfect you know, life. But deep inside, I was a mess. I began to unravel that and start to understand like, where, where did this all happen? How did it all, like, where did this all begin? And that's what led me to, to discovering me. Amazing. So often, you know, we hear people come up with excuses or, or at least give reason as to why they've not done anything with their life. Cause often it is quite critical for, for most that when our childhood has been compromised or, or challenged, then as an adult, we sometimes, if we haven't done the work, we we realize that, well, often we repeat patterns. So because you didn't have that in, innateness of how to love or, or how to nurture because your, your parents didn't have that, how, how did you right. manage to get yourself to a place where you are now able to nurture others, especially with all these like new kind of family that you've created around you, this community of people that are now coming to you for somebody who is conscious, yeah. who is able. You know, I got emotional when you said that, because it's like, I, I, I just never thought I would be here. And I don't know, something about you saying that right now. And I don't, I, I guess I don't think of it from that perspective. I just am sharing some truths that I have learned along the way. And I am helping in my messages, people to realize different things about, you know, relationships is a hot topic. And so how did I learn about what to share when it comes to relationships? Shit, man, I was the worst freaking guy there was to be in a relationship with. And so I had to unravel that. And now I can tell you, I'm sitting here working and my beautiful pregnant fiance is just reading a book out in the sun and her job is just to create a baby and, and, and she's free cause I'm free and, and we're free as a result. And love is able to, to be expressed within our relationship. And, um, and then how did I learn things about money was, was I had to go into it. I had to go into my fear of money, my lust of money, my desire of money, my, 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 quite honestly, my, my toxic relationship with money, how I built a business that, yeah, was big, but it was all built from the wrong energy. And that's why I worked so much. And, you know, like today I do, I do way more, but I don't really even work. Um, because money is just energy and energy is you. And money is just a reflection of the energy that is living within you. And if you could really harness that, and if you could really harness, you know, your true power, life just flows, mm. life just flows. Uh, and then finally was, was health. You know, um, I, I used to be 40 to 50 pounds overweight and I went to the gym every day at four 30 in the morning, you know, and my ego and my mind thought, yes, like I, I am, I am better than you because I wake up earlier than you, you know, that was, that was, that was back then, obviously. And, uh, and yet my body was inflamed because the body is just a conduit for, for your energy and your life source. And so when your energy is, is, is off, then your body is going to be off. So when, 
especially here in America, you cannot sit at a coffee shop and, and, and stare out into the street for more than 10 seconds and not see an overweight person. Mm. You, you, it's, it's impossible uh, because the system here in America is designed to cause you to be unhealthy and be overweight because you're, you're more profitable that way. And so I see all of these things, right? And I see people who are you know, stuck financially, definitely stuck in relationships, definitely stuck in their health. And then I think like, my God, like this is such a beautiful life. And if only people knew that there was a different way, like not everybody is ready for a different way, by the way, because mm -hmm. most people love being in victim energy. Most people love, you know, being in poor me. Most, most people love being in that energy because that's the energy that lives within them. But then there's some people that are ready and they, they want to experience life at its fullest. Uh, and I guess my message resonates with them, you know, and, I, and I'm not a life coach. I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not an expert. I'm not, I'm not anything. I'm just sharing some stuff in a way that is resonating with people, you know? Mm. Yeah. I do want to ask you about relationships. Cause even though you're, you're not a relationship coach, um, one of the things that I noticed was very much that you, you, you humanize, uh, which I like. You you take on a topic that's common to to man, and and then talk about it in a very natural way. So I do want to ask you a couple of things on on that. But before I do, I just wanted to ask Danny. You know, we talked a little bit about victimhood. You've shared a little bit about your own start in life. I find that when people go through difficulties in life, they go go one of two ways. One is they become empathetic because I think that when you have lacked something in your life. You tend to be really sensitive of, of others that may lack that, especially when you've done a lot of work on yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Why is it that some people grow in empathy and then actually some become sociopaths? Because I really see like, you know, we hear that when somebody has been abused, they tend to then abuse or there tends to be a cycle. Because like, as we see, parents often uh, show us uh, how to live and behave and we pick up that behavior and then sh share that so what what do you think is the tipping point that makes one kind of person go down empathy and the other kind of down the sociopath kind of route yeah well it's 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 all it's perspective um like i'll give you this example you you brought it up i have seen witness worked with countless of people countless people who who have dealt with uh sexual abuse mm. and i I've, and i've been there with them and i've and i've been there with them in journey as they as they purge out this energy and they and they release it you, you see it at my event at, at awaken where people are literally just like they're they're, they're yelling in agony and, and they're letting it go but then but then you also see the look in their eyes, like the beautiful look in their eyes. You, you, you have no idea what it feels like to see a human being, like a, a, a beautiful human being who has been living their entire life with this like weight on their shoulders, right? Mm. From, from, from that sort of abuse. And they're finally able to say the words like, I forgive them. Mm. And I now understand and I now realize and, and they see, here's what happens. They see, and all of us as human beings can do this. 
there is a gift in every bit of pain that we've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And the difference that makes the difference is the energy of courage, right? Mm -hmm. It requires courage for us to look at something that happened to us. It requires courage for us to look at it from a different perspective. It requires courage for us to separate ourselves from it and to separate ourselves from the pain that we experience and to allow ourselves to slowly let go of that trauma and that trauma energy that we've been living with. And it's not easy. It's it's not easy. Um, But I will tell you this. I will tell you that when that happens, um, a beautiful new life is 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 begun. And it's mm-hmm. a life where you're no longer a victim to something. You're the victor of it. And, and then what you want to do is you want to go help other people who have also maybe experienced it as well. So to, to, to answer your question in short, it's courage. Mm-hmm. It's the courage to be able to let go. It's the courage to be able to forgive. And it's the courage to decide that you'll no longer carry on that weight anymore. Love that, Danny. Love that. There's so much that yeah. kind of sparks when when you talk. Uh, you know, we talk about things being organic. I I, I really like honed in on the word forgiveness because uh, that for me has such a, a powerful connotation. And uh, and we forgive for the benefit of self, not to say what somebody has done to us is is right because often it isn't right. That's the whole point I, of forgiveness. Yeah. It's for self. Yeah, I, I tell this story all the time, but I, I really, th- this is why I had awaken. One of the major components at the end of my event is the mother and father wound. Mm. Because it's essentially, essentially, you know, it, this, this, uh, this was going to take way more time for me to really explain this, but our life, who we are and how we live is, is simply a reflection of the love, the energy, the guidance, and the teachings, and the wounds, and the fear, and the hurt that was created in our relationship with our mother and father as we were growing up. Um, because, because when a child first enters the world, right, the child, that soul is coming directly connected from the spirit world, and they're they're coming directly connected from source. And so those first three years of that child's experience here on earth essentially creates in their mind, you know, these wounds or these stories or these paradigms. And so, um, and they continue, they continue through adulthood, right? We get heartbroken, et cetera, through relationships. But what most people don't realize is we attract those relationships and mm-hmm. we attract these people from the energy that we're living in, which was created based off of the wounds that we have when we were a little boy and little girl. So I bring people in a very beautiful way, face to face with their mother and father, and I help them heal that relationship, which, and then I take it a step further and I help them heal and recollect to their entire lineage of all of their ancestors spiritually. It's pretty profound what happens. How did I learn how to do that? Well, because I experienced it myself. I, I remember being on stage. Um, it was, um, and I was leading people through a beautiful session. And this was about three years ago. And a voice clear as day, clear as day said to me, you know, Danny, 
you'll never be able to help them become all of what they're intended to become if you don't first become all of what you're intended to become. And I was like, yeah, I know that. And then the next thing I heard, clear as day. So when are we going to deal with your father? And, and I literally, I was on stage. I remember the moment I was like, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not messing with that. Like in my head, in my mind. Because I was like, I, I don't want to go through this. I, I, I have every reason and every right to be mad at him. I have every right to not, to not want to speak to him because he, he left me and he left us, you know, see, that was me holding on. That was me holding on. And then it took a little bit, but finally I had the courage to let go of that. Not, not for him, but for me, because I realized that the holding on of all of that energy was keeping me from the life that I could, that I could truly live. And in dealing with all of that, the craziest thing started to happen. It's like, as my energy started to heal, my father started to like come around and change himself. Mm. And he started to like call me and stuff. And now we have an actual relationship. And the reason why this happens is human beings don't realize is that when we harbor unforgiveness and we harbor this pain, we are energy. So that energy, that vibration is literally vibrating out and it is impacting all of our family. Mm. The same way when we heal that energy, it impacts without saying a word, our family as well. Mm. It's a really beautiful process. Mm. Yeah, we, we hear that hurt, hurt people hurt people, but then healed people heal people, Danny. And what I wanted to ask you about is that, I was doing a bit of research on you like I do with all my guests. So I think it's always fascinating to kind of find out. And I, I love to see what you're creating. And one thing that you shared, I really wanted to capture this again, was uh, what is the most powerful words a man can hear from a woman? You know, you talked about how your fiance uh, and yourself, you're going to have your, your first baby. So congratulations for that. It's really exciting. So I think being a father, again, is going to take you know, you on a, another level. Uh, I'm presuming it's your first child, right, Danny? Is that right? No, it's no. my fourth. It's your fourth. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're fourth. like, yeah, well, so you're like an old hat. But it's my first girl, so it's a whole different ballgame. Ah. A whole different ballgame. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so I would imagine that probably some of this writing is probably because I find that I'm a father of three. I have two daughters and one son, and definitely having having both brings out something different in you, right? Now, with that being said, like, what is the most powerful words a man can hear from a, a woman when it comes to uh, relationally uh, relating to each other? And and like I said, heal people heal people. You've done a lot of work on self. Uh, now you're in a yeah. relationship that's you know full of love and and blossoming. Yeah, that's a great question. It, it, and I think you're getting this from from a, from a post that I wrote because yeah. it, it came to me day, again, it's just from my life experiences from my relationship with Jen. Um, but what we both realize and 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 I'll answer this by saying like one of our little like things that we like doing together is watching some of these dating shows like Married mm -hmm. at First Sight. You know, yeah. and we're just sitting there like, like my brain like breaks down what's happening. Right. And, and last night I, I, I said to her, I said, baby, I said, like, these men just don't understand how to provide safety for their women. And it's because they don't know how to feel safe within the depths of themselves. Mm. And it's, uh, I think it's a, it's a pandemic 
right now. I really, I really think it is. Um, and so to answer your question, I think that the most powerful words that a, that a woman could ever share with a man is not, I love you. It's, is, is thank you. I finally feel safe. Mm-hmm. And, and women who are highly in their masculine will, that will piss them off. And that will, you, you can see the comments. They'll, they'll get infuriated by that. I'm not saying that a woman doesn't feel or doesn't or shouldn't or, or can't, can't feel safe within herself by herself. No. What I am saying is that you get to a place in life when you're finally able to get into this beautiful polarity and the energy of relationship. And in that relationship, the man has a certain role and function and the woman has a certain role and function. It's just the way that we were designed, right? And women were designed, just look at the act of sex to open and receive and men were designed to enter and give and provide, right? Well, when you zoom out, it's the same thing in life. And so like when we first met Jen, you could even look at her Instagram. She rarely posts now because she doesn't have to, because she's, she, she's chill. That, that side of her, not that it will never come up again, but that side of her is at peace. And she's just finally safe and at peace with her own energy and with the process that she's going through right now in her life, which is of creating our daughter. Mm. And as a man, I get to provide that space for her. Right. Um, and, and as a man, I get to provide that safety for her, right? Mm. So that I am able to provide the right energy, right? And the right household and the right care and the right nurturing that she needs in order to drop more into her feminine, into the fullest safety of the feminine energy. Mm. And that process can only happen with a man. The same way, the same way, by the way, the same way. So, so the feminists can calm down and, and not throw rocks. Um, but the same way that I could never fully drop into the depths of my heart without a woman. Mm. And, I, and I get a lot of work, a lot of work. But, you know, uh, there, there, there's, there's like that tipping point is the surrender to the energy of love and the surrender to the energy of being with that one person that is your heart and your soul's mate. Mm. And Danny, if we were to flip flip the question, we would get the same answer or would it be different? What, what do you believe are the most powerful words a woman wants to hear from a man? I don't know. I don't know if she wants to hear it or not, but I can tell <laughs> you this, like the, I can tell you this is that the one thing that she has done for me, it's the same thing, to be honest. It's that I feel like you, you see what just happened? I took a breath saying that like that, like, and sometimes we don't understand how profound, like the, the, the body reacts to what you're thinking and feeling, but like, I finally feel safe to be who I really am. And that means that I finally feel safe to say everything that I want to say. There's no hiding. Wait, like, there's nothing unsaid between us. Nothing. Mm. And we were commenting on this the other day. In most relationships, everything is unsaid because you better not say it because then that's going to start a shitstorm and that's going to start an argument. It's going to start a fight. Why? It's because we 
are living in our minds as human beings, not in our hearts. And so anything that could potentially be offensive to the mind, right? The mind doesn't want to hear. And then the other person's mind is afraid to say it. Mm. And then what happens is people don't realize is, but you know, 10, 15 years of that, your body is holding on to all of these things that are unsaid. That's what drives people apart. Mm. So safety, for both mm. the man and the woman. Mm. Which, you know, for me is a real, it's a real sense of green flags. You know, we, we often hear about red flags in relationship, but, but green flags in terms of safety, uh, great communication, uh, just being able to be, you which at the at the end of the day that's what every healthy relationship should have that two people are fully themselves right like talk to me a little bit about dating danny before we uh bring this into land like what's your encouragement to those that are seeking love and a partner yeah the 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 the, the most incredible the most profound words i could share with anyone and and i only share this as someone who the same way that I was searching, Mark, for, you know, love through power and success mm. I, I, and materialism, I was searching for it in a woman, mm. right? Because I had a story in my mind that I wouldn't be complete until someday I found the one. Mm. And so, you know, the deeper you go in the journey of life, the deeper you'll realize that the one is you. The one mm. you've been searching for whole life is you love that and there is no one outside of you that can ever ever or will ever fulfill you the way you can with you mm. right mm. so my greatest encouragement for people that are dating is um to maybe to maybe meditate on what i just said mm. so that it hits your heart not just your mind because most of the time human being goes oh i like that that's pretty cool check okay i get that no 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 i mean like really go into your heart with that because what will happen is it'll put you in a position of falling in love with yourself and being comfortable with being with yourself and not needing a relationship and then when you get into that energy and that space, you come from power, right? You come mm. from power um, where you don't need something, but it'd be great to have it, right? Mm. And when mm. you can come from power, you can come from clarity and you can be very, very clear with what it is that you want and don't want in your life, mm. right? Mm. Which means you have standards, right? Which, which most people just don't have. They just, they just don't want to be alone. Mm. And then when you have standards, right. Then when you are dating, like number one, I, I didn't date that much because my, my standards were, were, were pretty high. But then number two, when I would, it would, it would take three seconds, maybe a minute. And I'd know, nah, not going to work because I could just feel the energy. I could just, I could just tell. And, um, so then I, you know, I would go on a date, I'd pay for dinner. I'd do my thing, do, you know, do whatever, but then I would just, you know, I, and, and then I would, I would honor my truth. This is a hard thing that men, you know, I think this is the real difference between a, an aligned man and a, and an unconscious man mm. is that once you know that there's no future in that, in this with, with a person, then why would you interchange and exchange your energy sexually with that person. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because now you're just, you're just commingling more energy 
as a man, especially as a man that I, I you know, I, I'd like to consider myself as a valuable man. I know that the woman is going to want, to, you know, potentially some, some future with me. So, so why would I set her up for pain and for hurt that way? And these mm -hmm. are just commitments that I make to myself, you know? Um, I'm not saying that I was a hundred percent perfect, but I was like 98, 99% perfect. I mean, cause I just, I just knew what I wanted, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, um, and I think I feel that energetically that allowed me the room to call in space for my partner. Uh, and then it just kind of, within two days, we were talking about her moving here from London and how is it going to work? And I'm older than her and I have kids and all, you know, it all just started because we knew right away, like this was, this was it. Yeah. It's what I heard from you is, it, and before you belong to anybody else, you belong to self. And that's yeah. really where you need to get to before you can even create the space uh, and manifest the, like the woman or the man of your dreams. You have to get to that point of belonging to self, right? That's right. It's absolutely and, right. And then out of that is when you're in a position. But I, I like the fact that you were mindful of kind of what you wanted because I think that is – and I loved how you said that about like – um an awakened man, a, a conscious man versus, you know, one that's really a zombie uh, and being well, able it's, to. Well, it's, it's an animal. Yeah. Yeah. It's really what it is. It's an the unconscious man is an animal. He just wants to stick, you know, in, in whatever he's, he doesn't think here. He doesn't think here. He's just, he's, he, he, there, he hasn't, he hasn't learned that control over his body. So his body mm. controls him. Yeah. It's really well said, Danny. Now, before we end, and I, I want you to let people know where they can find out more about you. Tell us about your events. Tell us about what people can expect from doing an event and maybe what when is your next one and what, what can people expect from it? Yeah, so um, our the name of our event is Awaken Your Highest Self. Uh, it's, it's the three most transformational, most profound days of your, your life, quite frankly. Um, it is six spiritual deep spiritual experiences um, um plus you know all of the teachings that you need in order to unravel all of your limiting beliefs the the limiting beliefs that have been guarding your mind and your heart your entire life um and and have been stopping you and blocking you from living the life that you want to live financially emotionally spiritually in relationship physically um, because truly your, your life on the outside is just a reflection of your life on the inside. Mm. And so, you know, you're, you're, this is the first time I'm ever going to say this, but we will be in London, mm -hmm. um, in Wembley stadium, by the mm -hmm. way, um, April of next year. So Amazing. if people, if people just want to, you know, keep in touch with us on Instagram or sign up on our newsletter, on our website, dannymorell.com, uh, when the tickets are announced, um, you know, they'll have, the ability to do so. I, th I think it's going to sell out really, really fast just because we're, we're transitioning from this space right now where like people are really starting to like gravitate towards the message. And it's the first time we do anything, you know, overseas. So I think there's people coming from the Middle East, from, from, from Europe, from the UK, all over the place. So it's going to be exciting. That's amazing, Danny. That's going to be great. And that's April next year. April of next year. Yeah. That's awesome. Really exciting. Um, 
how do people find out more about you? Where where do you like them to kind of like engage with you, Danny? And and maybe give us one final thought just from, you know, you're very much in tune with self. So if there's something that's like burning that you feel like you just want to share as, as a part in thought or impartation, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, Instagram is, is, is my funnest. Like I'm, I'm normally there commenting, interacting, helping people. Um, so Danny Morell there. And my, my final thought is that, is that, you know, life and the system that we live in is always going to find a way to keep you distracted. It's always going to find a way to keep you in fear. It's always going to find a way to keep you in, in, in worry and doubt. Um, and um, the truth is, the truth is, is that if you can quiet the noise um, and disconnect yourself from it, you'll start to realize that life is really beautiful. And you'll start to realize that um, there truly is nothing stopping you um, from from having the most abundant, beautiful life you can imagine other than the stories that you have inside of yourself and other than what you allow to stop you. Mm. And that process of like removing all of that, um, it takes courage, but, um, but everything you've ever wanted in life is on the other side of fear. So that'd be my, my message. Love it. Danny, thank you so much for joining me on the brains magazine podcast. And, uh, Excited to watch your journey and, and keep uh, keep making the waves that you are. It's uh, been lovely to, to have you on. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was fun. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Max Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.